this piece of legislation we are going to talk about is the HR1 S1 for the People Act. So this piece of legislation was derived as a response to two crises facing our country. The ongoing attack on democracy, which is reflected in the assault on the Capitol on January the 6th, and of course the subsequent flood of vote suppression bills that were enacted across the country, both affect racial justice in this country. For the People Act is based on the notion that the best way to defend democracy is to strengthen democracy. If this piece of legislation is enacted, it would end up being the most significant voting rights and democracy reform in more than half a century. If we go back and take a look at the 2020 election and like the 2018 midterms, the 2020 election featured historic levels of voter turnout. In fact, the highest in over a century, despite the presence of a deadly COVID-19 pandemic. In this chaos, there were also unprecedented efforts to thwart the electoral process and disenfranchise thousands of voters, primarily in black and brown communities, all based on lies under the guise of voter fraud. Those efforts continue through restrictive voting bills in states all over the country. Along with the the so-called voter fraud, we begin to see extreme partisan gerrymandering that distort far too many races for the House. It is a plot that is poised to be repeated in the upcoming redistricting, uh, redistricting cycle unless Congress steps in to prevent it from happening. So we have seen many American Americans participate as donors to their political parties of their choice, but the most expansive, expensive campaigns, pardon me, in American political history were still largely bankrolled by a select group of individual mega-donors and who have entrenched interest, many of whom were able to keep their identities secret from voters. These problems were more extreme this cycle, but they are certainly not new. For decades, citizens' voices have been silenced by, by way of voter suppression, by gerrymandering, and also by deceptive tactics. Wealthy campaign donors maintain outsized sway over policy. And the safety checks against discrimination, corruption, and manipulation of the system for personal gain have all been tossed aside and eroded. The current assault on voting rights across the country underscores the urgency needed for reform. Even though our democratic institutions survived an attempt to overturn the results of the 2020 election, unscrupulous state legislatures have jumped on the disinformation bandwagon that fueled this attempt to introduce an alarming number of regressive bills aimed at at restricting access to the ballot, to include sharply restricting access to mail ballots, cutting back on early voting, 
and slashing voter registration opportunities. To date, there are more than 360 bills introduced to restrict voting access have been proposed in 47 states. These measures were designed to target and will disproportionately harm voters of color, including young voters and voters also with disabilities. So in Georgia, for instance, a recent Brennan Center analysis found that proposed bills uh, to cut Sunday early voting and mail voting access would burden black voters the most. The For the People Act was conceived to ensure that these voting rights are expanded and not diminished and that accessibility to the ballot box for all eligible uh, Americans, that it remains intact. So here's what we know of what this act will do for, for us all. One way in which this act if it passes, helps to ensure that every eligible American retains their right to vote is by introducing modern voter voting registration systems in place of these antiquated, error-prone pen and paper. Paper forms make mistakes and omissions uh, more likely, and they increase the risk of inaccurate entry of information into databases by election officials. Additionally, some voters find that their names are um, wrongly de- deleted from the rolls. Others fall out of the system when they move. And there are also instances when officials with partisan motives can remove voters from the rolls because of minor discrepancies. We're talking like uh, people will make spelling mistakes, uh, they have incomplete addresses, or there are other missing pieces of information that immediately their votes get tossed out. Hopefully, gone will be cross-check voting, the method by which Chris Kobach, the former chairman of the Republican Party of Kansas, managed to purge tens of thousands of mostly minority voters, not only in Kansas, but this spread to Indiana as well. Cross-check voting supposedly finds voters registered in two states or voting in two states in the same election and cancels the voter's registration. So automatic voter registration, a key component of the For the People Act, would transform and modernize our current registration systems. This approach would add tens of millions of voters to the rolls. It's going to cost less, and it will also bolster security and accuracy. So essentially, this is now the law in 19 states as, as we speak, and the District of Columbia as well. So, in effect, every eligible citizen, and this includes individuals that do not qualify, we're talking like illegal immigrants, who interacts with the uh, designated government uh, agencies such as the Department of Motor Vehicles, a public university, or a social service agency, that individual is automatically registered to vote unless they declined registration for whatever reasons. If such a move were fully adapted nationwide, 
AVR could also add as many as 50 million new eligible voters to the rolls. The largest enfranchisement since the 19th Amendment was, uh, was ratified. Isn't this what we would like in a democracy? Maximum voter participation? So in the end, all of this voter information is then electronically routed uh, to election officials. So also the act would boost voter participation further by establishing same-day and online registration. This will eliminate cumbersome paperwork and waiting periods. With the proper uh, documentation, eligible voters would be able to cast a vote on that same day. The act also creates strong protections against improper purges. It puts new guardrails on the use of interstate uh, databases, such as in cross-check voting. It would also prohibit election officials from relying on a citizen's failure to vote in an election as the sole reason to remove them from the rolls. It would also require election officials to provide timely notice to voters removed from the rolls, as well as an opportunity to correct their registration status before an election. So, in essence, we're trying to bring more voters instead of disqualify more voters. The For the People Act also contains an express commitment to restore the full protection of the Voting Rights Act, which prohibits discriminatory voting practices nationwide, and it permits private parties and the Justice Department to challenge those practices in court. The Act would also restore some 4.5 million citizens the right to vote because of a criminal conviction, offering them a chance uh, to, uh, to, to those who have served uh, their time. Uh, the Act also supports the expansion of mail voting, which eases access to the ballot. It lightens the administrative burden on our, our in-person voting systems, contrary to popular belief. The reasoning is, if more people can vote by, early by mail, then that means fewer voters have to wait in line at the polls. As the uh, For the People Act attempts to address all of the shortcomings that currently exist in the nation's voting process, this one edition is actually long overdue. We are talking about instituting nationwide early voting by guaranteeing a minimum two-week period for early voting in federal elections. Millions of Americans, they have, they have full-time jobs. They have child care needs. Some of them are, have disabilities and other factors that prevent them from traveling to their polling places to cast a ballot on that single day in mid-November. Why not make it convenient for the working class to vote? We've, we've all seen the images on the television. No doubt many of us have been victims of this as well. And we are talking about the long lines at the polls on the day of voting. The act seeks to rectify that and will require states to make voting more accessible 
by cutting down on long wait times at the polls. The For the People Act protects voters from deception and intimidation uh, in three ways. First, it increases criminal penalties for false or misleading statements, as well as intimidation aimed at impeding or preventing a person from voting or registering to vote. Second, it empowers citizens to go to court to stop voter deception. Third, it blunts the effect of deceptive information by requiring designated government officials to disseminate accurate, corrective information to voters. These three provisions will give federal law enforcement agencies and private citizens the opportunity to stop these bad actors from undermining our elections. Passing the For the People Act is imperative if we are to save our democracy. We have seen hundreds of voter suppression bills being introduced in nearly all 50 states, and these are, these, are prime, these are actually by Republicans. It then becomes of the utmost importance that we do all that we can to ensure that voters are not discriminated against or, or they get left out of the process entirely. If we as a nation institute automatic voter registration, if we expand early voting options and we re-enfranchise voters, we can help guarantee that everyone's voice is heard at the polls, whether they vote Republican, Democrat, progressive, or what have you. Hello all, my name is Rene Hinojosa. I am the host of Political Buzz. Uh, Thank you very much for visiting my uh, channel. Also, uh, in the very near future, I'm going to have a Patreon account. And if you can, please contribute whatever amount you can. Thank you for watching.